Y'all doing all right? Yeah. Some of you probably rocked up this morning and went, oh no, it's sign up Sunday. I forgot. I, can I run? No, I can't. Some of you might be like, oh no, what does that mean? Some of you are excited because there's no sermon-ish. There is a sermon net. A sermon net. Meaning not my regular length of sermon, but a small one. Uh, but no, we are in the middle of a series as a church, uh, which is with our uh, first for the year, which if you haven't grabbed one yet, there are some cards on the pews. There are more available if you want. These little cards are to remind you and help you pray into our verse for the year. You can put them in, in your car, in your wallet, on your mirrors as you brush your teeth, on your fridge, whatever it may be. Um, there are several verses for the year, uh, several, as in copies of them. There's only one verse for the year, but there's several copies of these. Take as many as you need. Uh, we print lots so that you can put them all over and pray into it and read into it. And our series is for the glory um, at the moment. And, and again, kind of diving in some of that, we, a few Sundays ago, uh, really kind of dove into that. And this series is, is around that of the verse for the year. And we started off kind of what it means to give what, whatever we do to do for the kingdom. Um, and last week, Mike did a brilliant job of unpacking the scripture around making sure that we don't have cause others to stumble, that, that we would not get in the way of others coming to know Jesus. I know some of y'all like a title, and I'll be honest, I'm one of those people. So if you like a title and you're making notes, here you go. Here's today's title. It's not about you. There's a song that goes, it's all about, this one, it's not about you. See what I did there? It's not about you. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about us. It's not about you. Oh, some of you are thinking, oh man, he said some It's already a horrible title. It's going to be heavy. I'm already feeling like the, it's okay, we'll get there, I promise, I promise. We're gonna to turn to our scripture, which is our verse for the year, uh, which is 1 Corinthians 10, 31 through 11, 1. It's gonna be on screen, but if you wanna open up your Bibles or turn on your Bibles, you can do that as well. I'm just gonna bring out a few brief thoughts, which tie into that of service, which I think come from this scripture, but even go beyond that in what we're called from God to do. So with that, it says this. So whether you eat or drink or, or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Do not cause anyone to stumble, whether Jews, Greeks, or the church of God, even as I try to please everyone in every way. For I am not seeking my own good, but the good of many, so that they may be saved. Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Amen. As we've been starting to explore and will continue to explore in this series and beyond, I genuinely believe that God has so much for us through that scripture. You might be hearing some of it and going, oh my days, there's so much challenge in that. And that's a good thing. I believe the word of God in simply reading it can bring challenge, can bring conviction. The spirit of the Lord works in his word, through his word. But today, it's not about you. There's loads that we can pull out. And we'll be unpacking some more of this a little bit more next week or the week after, because next week is Baptism Sunday. Whoop, whoop. We have two people being baptized. Whoop, whoop. Um, and as always, it's not too late. So if you want to be baptized, hey, come have a word. If you have not been baptized, if you're feeling that conviction, conviction, come have a chat. Baptism plug done. Anyway, um, this morning, again, as part of Sign of Sunday, we come to this verse, our verse for the year. And, and, and in terms of service and how we serve, I think that we very quickly see a reminder that whatever we do should be for the glory of God. 
It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about the glory of God. Now you might be sitting there going, well, hold on a second, Adrian. That was very clearly contextual around that of foods, the, the unclean foods. And we talked about that. You talked about it, Adrian, and Mike talked about it. And yes, in that particular context, Paul, who is writing that letter, starts that and goes that. But he doesn't just keep it to foods, as I said a few weeks ago. He says, whatever you do, not just in that situation, but whatever you do, it should be for the glory of God. Whatever you do, if you want to further unpack that, you can check out the sermon from a few weeks ago. But that's a reminder that actually, whether you're working with youth, whether you're cleaning the toilets, whether you're singing song from the front, whether you're doing the gardening, whether you're whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. So often we look at church jobs as like the, oh, I signed up to the cleaning rota. I guess I gotta go clean the church. I'll do the bare minimum so that nobody will notice that it wasn't done. I cleaned it, done. I'll ignore the spider webs in the corner. I'll ignore the fact that the loo roll is empty or whatever it may be, right? Like we do the minimum in part because sometimes the things that we're called to do, we don't like. I was having a conversation with Steve a few weeks ago something random about churches often becoming dumping grounds. And the reason they become dumping grounds is because for some reason we have in our own houses decided that whatever we don't need anymore just doesn't, isn't fit for purpose, isn't good enough for me to have in my own house, but it's good enough for the church. So you know what? I'm changing this. I can't use, it's a bit broken, but the church can handle it. So here you go. And we're the same way with our service sometimes. Oh, heavy-handed. Now you're thinking, oh my gosh, I wish I stayed home. Because sometimes we, we, we give our best to ourselves. We give our best to our household. We give our best to our friends and our families. They sometimes get the best of us. But actually, whatever we do, whether it be for our households or for our friends or for our family or for the community or for the church, whatever we do, should be to the glory of God. I mean, imagine if Jesus walked around inspecting our work. Do you ever have like, do you ever have that job where your manager is like a micromanager and like you kind of, you, you hate him really? Like on the inside, you like, <laughs> Dave is like, yes, yes, I do have that job and oh my days. But it's hard, right? Like you do something and they're like checking every little dot, making sure. Imagine that Jesus was doing that. Would he look at your work and go, wow, you did this for me? This is awesome. Or would he look at it and go, you didn't even try. Now, I'm not saying that Jesus is a micromanager before someone goes you know, down the extremes of that theological rabbit hole, right? But again, if, if we even just change our perspective that what we're doing is for him, that he is looking at what we're doing, I wonder what change that would mean. Whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. So this means that we serve for the glory of God. Like that's why we serve. That's why we sign up to serve on teams. That's why we do what we do. And if I'm honest, that's why we come to church. No, let me rephrase that. That's why we should come to church. Sometimes we come to church because, oh, I've been doing it for however many years I've got to. Oh, if I don't, Adrian's gonna send me a text message just to check on how I'm doing and I'm tired of him texting me. <laughs> if I don't go to church, dot, dot, dot. 
Sometimes we go to church because, you know what, I just need to feel a bit better. I just want that song to be sung. I just need that person to pray for me. But actually, we should come to church to give God glory. We should come to church to serve him. We should come to church to serve one another. We should come to church. And I said this a few weeks ago. One of the things I think sometimes we forget is that we come to church with our agenda of I need this from church right now. And sometimes forget that what we get from somebody else, oh, that person prayed for me and spoke that word into my life. How amazing was that? You know what? God will use you to speak that into somebody else's life as well. You need to be here not just when you feel you need it, but all the time. Because some people will need you to speak God's word. Some people will need you to serve them the way they have served you. And, and again, it's not about accolades. It's not about building ourselves up. I serve so well. I do it for God. Look at me. I'm amazing. It's not about that. Because we serve to help people come to know Jesus. Verse 33 of our verse for the year. Even as I try to please everyone in every way, for I'm not seeking my own good, but the good of the many so that they may be saved. It might sound silly, but the reason we clean our toilets, the reason we have welcome teams, the reason we have the cafe, the reason we have the food project, the reason we have youth work and children's work is that we could hopefully enable people, serve people that they would come to know Jesus. That's why we do what we do. Adrian, why are you so particular about the coffee beans that we use in the cafe? Won't any old bean do? No, for two reasons. One, I'm a coffee snob. I own it, it's okay. But two, because I want to make sure that whatever we do, we do to the best of our ability. And we serve people because when we serve a cup of coffee, it's not just a cup of coffee. We're sharing love, we're serving community, we're serving people that they would come to know Jesus. In this very spot, we've had people share their testimony of being baptized, of their way into this fellowship, into this community was through the Backroom Cafe, through that cup of tea, through that coffee. We know that through the, the community food, the food project, the community fridge and, and the need project that we're, and the cake, I'm sorry, I was told it was the cake as well. Cake as well in the cafe, I'm sorry. The, the reasons the, the we, we, we know that we're connecting where we're serving practical needs through the food project. But believe it or not, when we stand out front and we welcome people, we're also serving people in that way. You know the difference a smile makes? You know the difference it makes in someone's life? Like some of y'all are like, I'm always happy, so a smile doesn't bother me if they smile or not. That's fine. Other people are having a rubbish day when someone stood outside and goes, hey, welcome to church. How you doing? Their whole life is changed in that moment. Evelyn, my middle daughter, loves welcoming, and she is here every Sunday for him no prayer. Well, most Sundays. She wasn't here today. Go figure. I'm talking about it, and she's not. Most Sundays, she comes early, and she stands outside for him no praise with me. Well, no. She comes to him no praise with me. She stands outside to welcome people. And it's amazing how this eight-year-old girl changes things for people as they walk in the door. And I know that because people walk up to me and say, oh, my goodness, that Evelyn. Oh, She's always here. She's faithfully serving. She's, I'm not making her come. In fact, there were some times early on where I was like, oh, it'd be easy if you just stayed home. I love you. But that was early days. Nowadays, I'm like, you're not coming? Oh, I need your help. <laughs> this morning was one of them. I was like, are you coming? No. Okay, fine. Uh, doesn't matter your age. Doesn't matter your... 
everything that we do is to help people come to know Jesus. That smile, that word, whatever it may be. And if that wasn't enough, which I think it is, but as a family, we serve others because they serve us. Like one of the reasons we have Sign Up Sunday is to give our, all of us an opportunity to sign up to serve others in the family. Like, yes, it's to serve others that they would come to know Jesus. 100%, absolutely. But you know what? I also wanna serve y'all because y'all are family. And sometimes y'all drive me crazy. Oh, my days. But I still wanna serve y'all. And I'm sure I drive you crazy. <laughs> no hesitation. That's one of my mates up there. Thanks, Gareth. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's true, though. I'm sure I do. I'm sure I do. But we're called to serve one another. See, because service isn't about you. It's not about me. It's about God. It's about loving God and loving people and in that making disciples. And service is part of discipleship. Cleaning toilets and welcoming people and praying for, and all that stuff is part of discipleship. And so then the question becomes, where will you serve? And the thing is, as humans, we love to complicate this. We love to make this massively like bigger. I remember my first ever sermon. This is going back almost two decades at this point. That's how like, man, the Lord has done some stuff in me. Praise him. Oh, I'm woof, getting old. Anyway, a long time. I was in the States and I've shared this story before, I think, but I was in the States and uh, we were actually, it was, it was a trip that Amanda and I got engaged on. So I was very focused on this is a great holiday and nervous the entire journey because I've got a question I got to pop and I didn't know when I was going to, anyway, I had a plan. She thought it was a different one. Nerves. But part of this trip was to hang out with everybody from the States that I'd kind of missed and not been around for a while. And so we did like hundreds of coffees. We, we were practically sat at, for my sins at the time, I used to drink Starbucks. Other coffees are available. I was not as big a snob at the time. I've, I've grown. I'm sorry for the snobs in the room. Yeah. But I was pretty much sat there almost as a, like, a, like letting the door just be a revolving door. People would come in, sit down, chat, pray, leave. <laughs> and it was like rinse, repeat. I was so caffeinated this trip. It's ridiculous. But... One of the things I kept on hearing people say, I'm like, so how are you doing? How, what's going on? How? Oh, great. No, I love it. Yeah, going to church. I'm just waiting on God to see what's next. I'm just waiting on God to see what's next. I'm just waiting on, I'm like, great, but like, what are you doing? I'm just waiting on God. I'm just waiting on God. I'm just, and I was like, man, I felt like really convicted in every conversation. And I was like, I'm, at this point, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a youth pastor. I don't have a good degree. I don't have anything. I'm just like, something's in me, is stirring. And I'm like, it doesn't sit right. And then Derek, who runs the adult, young adult ministry, said, do you want to preach? And I went, mm, no, but yes. And if you all thought I was wrong now, man, that was the longest sermon I've ever given, the fastest sermon I've ever given. Uh, unfortunately for me, it was recorded. So I've got video of me walking back and forth, like literally, you think I'm bad now. But that sermon was simply, and I could have said it in one sentence, like Nike, just do it. Because see, the thing is that we, God has a plan and a purpose for us. And that isn't always just one. It might be one for a season and then there might be more and there might be more. And we have to, yes, tune in and listen and wait on him for that. But you know what God is always expecting of us to do? Love him 
love people, make disciples. You know what he's always expecting us to do? Serve him, serve one another. Like always, there is nowhere in scripture that he says, stop serving me, stop serving one another. In fact, it's the opposite. And so you might be sad there going, but I don't know what the grand big call is. Hey, we can pray through that. There are people that would love to journey with that, with that with you. But ultimately it's, how are you gonna serve God? How are you gonna serve people? And some of the ways we know that is because God made you. And so he's placed some passions in you. He's placed some giftings in you. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes that might be how he's gonna use you to serve the church. That might be it. Or it might be that you've heard God call you into something. You're like, I'm really nervous about that, but okay, we'll sit down with a team leader, explore it, pray through it, see what happens. But let's not complicate it because it's not about us. It's not about us. And therefore ends my sermonette. <gasps> I told you it wasn't gonna be forever. We gotta make time to spend with others in this space. All I, we've been asking, all we've been asking for the last few weeks through the previews and everything else is, hey, pray and ask God where that he might want you to, to serve. And that might be based on your passions, based on your giftings. It might be you've got a really willing heart and you wanna learn something great. And we have so many places you can serve. They're all on the screen. And there is more, but this is where we're starting. So like, don't fret. But this morning, there are those 12 ministries available. And if you're watching online, you can't talk to us directly, but hey, make notes, take notes, get in touch. We'd love to connect you into a group. Cheers. If you're in the building, there's gonna be a representative of each team, which will have a clipboard, has their ministry name on it. Pretty straightforward. If you're interested in that ministry, find the person with the clipboard, have a chat. What does it mean to be on the gardening team? What does that look like? What are you doing? What, what do, I mean, gardening, duh, right? But what does it look like? What help do you need? <laughs> And then if you're interested, you tell the person, hey, can I sign up? And look, there's a sign-up sheet. And that's pretty straightforward. And if you're already on our system, if you're already on Church Street, it makes it even easier. If you're not yet on Church Street, it's okay, we'll take your details. Kids ministry, youth ministry, men's ministry, women's, the backroom cafe, worship team, tech team. Every week we need to grow this. We need more people on Purpose Center, more people on live stream. If you have any technical bone in you and you can click through a computer screen, I'm pretty sure we can train you for the rest. The things that we need help in, we're not gonna just drop you in, FYI. Like cleaning team, we might drop you in a bit because I think we all know how to clean a bit, I hope. If you don't know how to clean, that may not be the ministry for you. I could be wrong, maybe the Lord is testing, I don't know. But all the rest, if there's training needed, we will train. We're not vicious, horrible human beings, I don't think. You can ask my wife if I am, I don't know, maybe. But we're in this together. So well, where will you serve? We're gonna, it's, it's 11.42. I'm gonna say we're gonna spend 25 minutes-ish, maybe a little bit longer, wandering this space, asking questions. This is not, please hear me, this is not a, chat, a chance to chat about what you're doing for the rest of the day. This is not a chance to chat about what you did yesterday. There's a space for that after service, welcome it. 
Right now, have a chat about where to serve, how to serve. There'll be representatives from the different ministries, and if we don't have a representative, it'll be me at the front over here with clipboards. Where do you want to serve? Where has God shown you that you want to serve? What giftings do you have? What passions do you have? Because remember that all these things, it's not about you. It's about God. It's about community. It's about loving God, loving people, making disciples.